this is Danny, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I want you to know that you are appreciated, and I'm thankful for your presence. Um, I want to start off by letting you know that this is the official self-tivity episode. This is the first episode where I actually get into how each episode will run when I'm on the show by myself and I'm not interviewing anyone and things of that nature. So each episode will begin and end with some type of self-tivity. And self-tivity is a statement, um, a question, and I'm saying question with a lot of emphasis on the quest. So I'm putting that quest in the word question because, of course, I like to make up words <laughs> anyway and or scenario, anything that's activity-like and it can benefit ourselves, I'll just be posing those in the beginning and the end. Um, the purpose of posing them at the end is to prepare for the next episode. So I do want to get feedback and I'll post these on different um, social media sites and you guys can send them through messages, your response, or even email me your responses. Or if you have a question that you'd like for me to post on the next episode that you want me to dig into and do some resource, um, resource searching, um, four. So, okay, so I am going to start off this episode with a question, okay? And this question is based on the category of self and the relationship with self. So a little bit more details about that is all these questions or scenarios and statements are going to be in categories Um, dealing with self and mind that's how we think so it might be a philosophical question you know what do you think about this you know scenario what do you think about this question and then you can go home or pose it to your significant other or your friend say yeah I heard this cool question on the self-tivity podcast check it out you know what do you think about this and kind of do some conversation starters with others it's also self and health so if you have any health related questions you can send those and I can do the research. Sometimes I get a lot of health questions and for some reason I have an answer because I do a lot of research in that category. Um, then there's self with being and the being is just relationships. Is is how are how are you being in this world? How do you have that relationship with yourself, that relationship with others? And then most importantly to me, I'm passionate about finances just because I've had a lot of um, growing periods with it and I've came across a lot of data and I've really been fascinated with it and I know that it can help improve um, our worlds if we gain a better relationship with our financial wellness, our our financial well-being. So I will focus on a lot of those episodes when I will give some, uh, share some resources or kind of get some insight of what I've been learning in that category. So with all that said, (laughs) I'll be sharing a lot of those resources and just bringing it to your awareness. And if you have the questions, you can always follow at health.be.mind on Instagram and send a DM for any of your questions. I will be posting the end of the show questions on there to um, share the responses that I get from other people or where I get from other sources because I'll just be going around gathering my data <laughs> to these type of questions and I'll share those with you to begin the next episode so we'll end with the um, self-tivity and we'll start with the self-tivity um giving us some some insight into how others think and how we may think 
and what we can do about certain things. So I do want this to ultimately end in the being on the other side and the being on this side, me, myself, applying something into our lives. And most of the questions when it's, you know, philosophical or just getting us to think, it's a practice. Like how... How would I respond in this situation? Let me prepare myself in these type of situations on a daily basis so that I don't react in this way. Or let me just think about life and see people in a different way so I don't have to feel like I'm coming from a place of um, misunderstanding. Is that, I don't know if that makes sense, but you got me. Okay, so here is my quest. Remember, it's a quest. We're going on a journey with these questions, right? Okay. My question to start off this um, episode is how do you go about obtaining therapy if you have low income, okay? So this was a question that was presented to me and I'm really excited about it because I remember that journey for myself. My first therapist, um, it was based on me having a uh, low income and I really lucked out because I was able to get this therapist and she was a black woman and I really realized how much I needed a black woman to be my therapist. I really can't see it any other way. Um, it's not that I don't think that I can speak to someone of another race, but I feel like my experience is cultivated a little bit differently and I wanted to be someone I can speak to that looks like me and maybe, you know, understand it a little bit more than someone who may not have experienced my type of upbringing. So that was really important to me. And since that time, that resource hasn't been accessible to people in all different types of states. Um, It depends on what state you are in, if you can have the resource that I use when I first had my therapist years ago. So I'm gonna give a blueprint of what you should do or what are the tactics that you can use because it will vary state to state what type of resources are available to you. Okay, so the first thing you wanna think about is a sliding scale or a payment option. So you can do some research on Google. Google is like mommy and daddy, like answers for us all if you know how to use it correctly. Um, and, and you and that's just making sure that you pose your questions the right way. You know, you have to present your questions to Google in a way that Google can help you because sometimes you can be too generic and get too many different, you know, results. And then you can be like too out there and it's like, I have nothing for you, okay? So you really have to cultivate the best way to get your answer and it's simple with this method of course because if you're trying to find a therapist you are going to you know search for the therapist you're going to use your zip code or you know your area where you're willing to drive if it's near your, your job or where you're off where you are often you will use that zip code and then you will look up therapists in your area okay so once you look at the therapist in your area the next thing you want to do is call them and ask them about a sliding scale or payment options based on your income, okay? And some of them will say we have it, and some of them will say we don't. 
Um, so you can start there and then you can add that to your Google search and you can put use sliding scale um, with therapists in the zip code or you have payment options available in this zip code. And the thing is, it may not be free, but it may be a lot, 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 lot cheaper than it would cost if you had to pay for a therapist like upfront, you know, they spend a lot of time studying you know, and it's a lot of emotions that, you know, they're dealing with. So, you know, it will cost money. But at the same time, I always have this, I always battle with the fact that you have to pay someone, you know, to talk about your problems. Sometimes we can do it with our girlfriends. Sometimes we can do it with our family members. But at the end of the day, you will, everything costs. So you're investing in yourself. You're investing in your health, right? And if I'm working a job and I'm doing something, I'm definitely going to want to get paid for it. And if that's something that someone's passionate about, I want them to be passionate about what they're doing and also get paid for it. But as the, other, the other area is it costs a lot of money, so where can I make it fit my needs as well? And who are, who are the providers out there helping me make my needs or helping me meet my needs? So that's the type of, I guess, mindset you want to go into it with because even those who have that sliding scale and that payment option that says a little bit about them right it's like okay they understand that a lot of us who may be going through something or or want to speak to a therapist are having a hard time financially right so if you're having a hard time financially and you got all these things going on you are not going to want to spend a hundred dollars speaking to someone you're going to try to get through it on your own or in some cases you're going to use your your spiritual outlet Sometimes we just need to talk to someone who does not know us and cannot judge us. And therapy is not anything for us to be afraid of, you know, or us to, you know, carry a stigma with. Therapy is just conversation. It's talking. And sometimes it's, it's healthy for us to do it in places where we're not too close to the people so we can really, really get it all out, okay? And... I know that there are, in some cases, still a stigma behind, you know, having a therapist and, you know, being crazy or think you're crazy, but I don't think people get that the core of mental wellness is just to be well. Pose this question to, you, to yourself. How are you today? Am I well? Are you well? That's wellness to me. And although I will point out or bring up different topics as it, when it relates to mental health, mental wellness is the, the core of healthy mind, the core of self-activity is that we want to just make sure the, the person, the being, the everyday person, right? Whether they think they're normal or not, whether they're, they're diagnosed with bipolar or schizophrenia or depression, or anxiety, sometimes just the normal, quote unquote, unquote, normal person is feeling some type of imbalance because the world is chaotic. The world is putting us in a place where we feel stuck and trapped and it's not our natural state. There is no freedom and it's like when you want to be free and you can't be free because you have all of these things holding you down, you can feel imbalanced in the mind. You can feel imbalanced in just the way that you think. You are putting in these thoughts in your head, right? And the thoughts are moving you into a place where you don't want to be and it's like you're, you're battling that, okay? So mental wellness is the core or the core of mental wellness is are you well? Are you okay? Are you being intentional about your thoughts? Are you being intentional about your action and being that 
can help you move in the direction that you want to be. So that's, I really want to get that out there because I know that, you know, people hear mental, um, mental wellness or they hear mental health and they all automatically like, okay, it's, it's the law. Like I have to be on the scale somewhere, but some of us are just on the scale just because we are dealing with people who have, who actually are on the scale and we are close with them. We have that impact. We're dealing with people who don't even know that they have issues and we are having these conversations or having interaction with them and thinking we're crazy, right? So it all it all comes together. We all at some point in time feel some type of imbalance. And that imbalance can be with how we think and how we feel about our situations. And it's just really important to if you can find a way to deal with it with a therapist. Okay, find a way to deal with it through an art or a passion. Because if we let it take control of us, you know, we're going to end up in places that wasn't, you know, designed for us. And we have that control. We have that power to be in the place that is designed for us. Create that place. Design it yourself. Okay, and you design it yourself by being intentional about your activities of self. You be intentional about what you're going to let into your mind. And so let me just talk about that for a little bit. I'm just starting to go off a little bit, but positivity thinking, right? The notion of positive thinking is that you can think a thought and that thought is going to make everything good, right? That's not the entire formula. And I will go into the formula once I get to my self-tivity for today. But let me just finish out this question because I want to stay focused. Yeah, I'll be all over the place. Okay. So you can use a sliding scale, um, present um, payment options or see if they have any payment options with, you know, a therapist in your area that you feel aligned with. Another thing you can do is find federally federal funded health centers um, because they usually have a pay based on income program. And so these are usually like your nonprofit organizations. You can look up nonprofit organizations that deal with um, therapy sessions, um, mental wellness, mental illness, and see if you can call them. And that may tap you into more resources. They may say, hey, we are a nonprofit that help connect you with a therapist, you know, and this is how we do it. So it's going to vary based on your state if you have that nonprofit in your area. And if you use that as a starting point when you're searching to Google, um, federally funded health centers, you can use your zip code as well. And then you can find out which of these nonprofits have what, you know, serve that option for you and allow you to pay based on your income and sometimes free. And this is the same thing with community resources. Community resources in your area, you definitely want to tap into them. If you go to any community resources in the area where you want to grow, they have more resources. And those resources have more resources. Like, I am the resource queen. I go to places and I see, I see those flyers and I pick them up. And I just keep picking them up because it always taps me into something else that I can use. So definitely use your community as a resource. Just look around you see what type of 
um, programs have been implemented right there in your area and there and they may not be hopefully there are a lot of programs close to you but if they're not try the next city over start with your city in general okay look in your city see where you can go from there and then if it's not there if you're willing and if you have the resources to do so try the next city and then you can also go to your local um, social services department and see where they can where they can provide that help and that assistance as well. So before or after, when you get through this process, this is one thing I really want everyone to take heed to is when you're getting free or reduced services, you want to be intentional, right? Because you want to make sure that it's still the right care. You just don't want any care because it's free. You want to make sure it's the right care. So prep yourself to interview your therapist or interview anyone that you're speaking to that are providing you with these resources. When you're interviewing your therapist, you want to have questions like, what is the evidence-based treatment for my condition? Because you want to know that you're not just getting someone who's just like been thrown to the, to the wolves to provide free services, right? You want to see what they're about and you want to get to know them and make sure that it's going to be a good match for you. Um, you can have questions like, do you feel like you can help me? And if so, how? So just have that relationship where you are, it's important to you to take care of yourself, right? You have to have that momentum. Like, I'm, it's important to me. I'm here. I am present. And I'm ready to get started. So that's all that I have um, for the first question is, you know, how do I find a therapist when it's difficult in the financial department and I definitely hope that as you stay with me with Selectivity that I can provide resources and how we can you know balance our um, our finances together and what resources you can use to grow your finances and if this is your passion I'll just present things that I might not actually be into but I learn a lot about and see if it you know aligns with you so we can be in the position where we can say you know I, I'm, I'm invested in my health, and I have it to invest in my health. Okay, so here we go. We got our question, and I also have a self-activity statement. And this self-activity statement is definitely personal to me, and it's my self-activity statement for today. And here it goes. I am okay because I choose to hold on to what is good. So earlier, I spoke about the formula of positive thinking you know or just well-being and so part of it is positive thoughts right we want to train our mind that the positive exists right and that can be a battle sometimes people will hear oh just think positive and it's thrown in their face like okay I do try to think positive I want to be positive but it's not happening like it's just not a band-aid and that's so true just to stick some positive thoughts in your head especially when you don't feel in line with that positive thought is not going to fix how you feel so moving on with that feeling of how do you feel and be transparent about that be honest is if I'm feeling disconnected from myself, I want to make sure that I verbalize that. I am feeling sad. It can be as basic as that. I'm sad. I don't feel well. I don't like how this feels, right? And this is important because I have self-tivity 
categorize into four sections. It's to think, to feel, to act, and then it's to materialize or to create. And the first section is really the starting point. We either are thinking about something that generates a feeling or we're feeling something and it's generating these thoughts in our heads, right? And so we have to analyze that experience, right? We have to analyze why do I feel this way or why am I thinking these thoughts, right? Because I've realized that, you know, we get caught up in, you know, different arguments and different situations and we just react, right? It's natural for us to react, but no one, or maybe some of us, take that moment in time and say, let me just, let me just back up a little bit because I do feel it. I feel something right now, but why? Because sometimes if we actually take that extra step of analyzing our feelings and our thoughts, we realize that it's not what it really is, right? Or it's not as bad as it seemed when when it first happened. And this can be as simple as writing it out. Write out the letter. If it's an argument with someone, right? And And it could be so simple. It could be something about taking out the trash. It could be something about... I don't know, whatever, something really small, okay? And you're like, I'm so upset and mad right now. But was there anything else that happened in that day to make that point so escalated, you know? And having this point in your life where you can make this a habit will really develop you into the point where you're like, okay, I can get through this. You know, let me just sit down and if I need to approach it because it is still bothering me, you know, after you sit down and you analyze it, maybe you write it out or you just have, you know, actual intentional thoughts about, you know, what's really going on. You may find yourself still in that place like, okay, this is why this is happening. And that way you can present that conversation to that person or, you know, find, you know, find solutions for your situation to fix it. Okay. So that's really important is to have that process of thinking, feeling, and analyzing everything. Because the next part is the activity and then creating your world, right? We want to create the world for ourselves that's going to have a beautiful impact on our life. I realize that I have an idealistic view of the world. Like, I want us all to kind of get balanced, you know? I want us all to feel like we can win and we succeed we can we all can succeed right i don't want to have all this discord but am i going to be able to change the world of everyone no but it's my agenda to make sure that my world that's why it starts with self that i'm creating is what aligns with my idealist idealistic view Okay, because if I create it right now in my world first, then I'm attracting or I'm connecting with other worlds that's going to feel that vibe. And it's like they can't even come this way if they're not ready for that. Or I'm attracted to people like, oh, wait, I'm that way, too. And they become closer to me. They're connected to my puzzle piece of self. Okay, so there's that. So I'm going back to my selectivity. I am okay. Because I chose, I choose to hold on to what is good. Yesterday, I had a day, okay? Like, I had a day where I haven't been in this feeling in a while. 
and it wasn't even as strong as it's been in the in the past but it's really just brought me back to okay you definitely had your la la experience for a while like you are like everything is happening everything is going good girl like yes you can do this right and so I still had that that mindset at the beginning of my day I really didn't think anything was going to go wrong and I was presented with a situation that really you know brought a lot of my decision making to the surface okay and I was like wait like I have to change this like I need to change these habits because I don't want to feel this way I don't want it to be this difficult for me to have my win right and so as I was going through this process I was going through this process yesterday in the beginning of the day or maybe the afternoon. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I was going through the process and I said, okay, this is kind of discouraging. Like, I'm like, dang, I cannot win. There's there's no win. It's like, I feel like I'm going up these stairways. And as I go up the stairway and I feel like I got to the top, I turn to the right and there's some more stairways. It's like, okay, you're still not there yet, you know? And so without saying too much, that's where I was. I was feeling like I was had reached the top of the stairway for a particular thing and I just didn't make it. I had some more flights to go up. And so when I left, I felt discouraged. And in that moment, I was sitting in the car and I wasn't sure if I wanted to cry. I wasn't sure if I wanted to be angry. You know, I wasn't sure if I wanted to blame the system, you know, but I had those thoughts roam around, right? I had those thoughts roam around, but what I did not do is grab onto them. Instead, I started to grab onto the ounce of self that I had left, right? And that ounce of self that I had left for that day, because I was, I did feel depleted after my um, experience. I did feel depleted. I still had some of me left. And I said to myself, well, this is how I feel. I feel discouraged. I feel upset about it, but this is not the end of the story. I just have to strategize a little bit differently. You know, I have to be intentional about this goal that I'm trying to reach and go back to the drawing board, right? I had all that go on in the car. And after I had that conversation with myself, I was like, okay, now I need some comfort food. <laughs> like, I need to go eat something. And I had to change my mindset of comfort food because when we're talking about mental wellness, you know, and we're talking about even the mental illness, a lot of that is attached to what we put in our bodies and what we're eating, right? And a lot of people don't see that, but food is just like a drug, and we want the drug to work in our favor, right? So we got to be intentional about the foods that we eat. And I had a point in my life where... I reached for comfort food, right? And the comfort food may be comforted for a little bit, but did it really make me feel better? So I am still in the world, in my world, where I'm saying I do want to reach for comfort food, but this comfort food has to still be good for my body, right? Because in my mind, it's like initially when you eat the comfort food that's not good for you, you're thinking, okay, I feel better. And maybe you do. But I want something to actually make me feel better 
and also keep my body running so that at the end of the day and the next day I'm still feeling better so so the closest thing that I can think of at that moment I really wanted to get some guacamole and I wanted these carrots these um, slices of carrots that like are kind of like uh, that are like chippy looking they they are they are carrots but they like make it so that it has like the 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 ridges in it or those little you know I have no idea what I'm saying right now <laughs> they're carrots but they're crunchy carrots right they're not like just the they they look kind of like a chip the way that they use the tool to make it like a chip maybe you know you go you're gonna go to the grocery store and you're like oh that's what she's talking about like why couldn't she say that like <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about I like those carrots and if you're into alkaline diet, you know, carrots definitely are not on Dr. CB's list. But I like carrots. I ate carrots. And the guacamole, that's what I wanted. So I went into the store. I got my comfort food. And I saw this lady. You know, I saw this lady. She was a cashier at Whole Foods. And she was just so beautiful. Like, I looked at her. I was like, wow. She, she was growing out her locks. And then she had them, like, color. And it's really nice color and it just really fit her and I was looking at her and she was looking at me and I was thinking like oh my goodness like is she looking at me like why is she looking at me like and I'm like no 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 and I just kind of like went another way then I ended up back at that line because I was going to go to a different line but I ended up in her line and like when I say I was holding on to myself there was still ounces of me that you know was like oh my goodness you are so beautiful I love your hair right and then we just started this conversation right and the conversation was just like black girl magic like we were just really giving each other life and I needed that like there was this stranger that I spoke to right and she we ended up giving each other a hug after our conversation and it was like wow like this is beautiful and it's so beautiful to me because I love when I am aligned with the type of women who are not for like the discord like we have enough trouble in this world we have enough heaviness we definitely need to be looking out for one another you know or we just need to give each other that that lift right and for some reason we're choosing this route when we don't want to give that lift so I don't know what it was. I just, I know I, I just, I was inclined to just tell this woman how beautiful she was. Because she was beautiful. I mean, we are beautiful people, right? So I told her that and we were talking, da 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 And like, I literally felt when I left there with my guacamole and my carrots that I won today. You know what I mean? I felt like I won because I shared this experience with this woman that I did not know and I felt better. Like I really didn't know at that point if it was a situation where I wanted to call anybody, you know? And even though I did call one of my friends, that you know, she wasn't able to like pick up the phone. And that was okay because I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna like live, you know, keep living and the situation brought itself to me and it was it was a person that was able to give me a hug so it was kind of like god manifested you know through another person like a, a god you know was there with me to give me the hug that i needed because really at the end of the day i just needed a hug you know it wasn't that crazy but i did feel discouraged 
and I needed that hug and I'm like you know I'm sometimes you know like sometimes I don't want to be touched you know sometimes I'm like please hold me you know so uh, it was just I don't know I just want to say that it really inspired my selectivity of today which is I am okay because I chose choose to hold on to what is good and I held on to what was good in more ways than one like I just held on to the ounce of me to still you know speak life you know and I also received life you know so much more in that experience and I felt so much better oh my goodness I'm like about to cry right now and I'm trying to get through (laughs) to the end (laughs) but um I'm really transparent about myself lately I, I think I have more conversations you know with people I don't know and just people I do know about you know feeling like I'm in balance sometimes but not in a way where you know it's like oh my gosh we gotta do all this stuff it's just regular just regular life with all these crazy rules you know and crazy setups that just makes you feel like oh my god this is too hard you know and I feel like that oh my god this is too hard help me you know like stop or even stop all this craziness stop this madness I look at the world sometimes and feel like why is all this happening you know but I'm like okay nope I have created the formula I'm gonna go back into the lab of self and I am going to create my world the way that I intended to be okay and I think part of me doing that is to hold on to something that is good right and it wasn't even that I had to have a whole bunch of positive thoughts roaming in my head I just had to embrace my authentic feeling and then move into the direction that would cure my moment right I I acknowledge that I felt discouraged. I did not ignore it. I did not try to be passive aggressive about it. I did not try to hide it. I was upfront and I spoke it with peace. I didn't have to yell it and that and that that reserved that energy for myself is to not bring in some more anger. You know, sometimes we get upset and we get mad and we invite some more heaviness to ourselves. Some more, we don't want to just bring on more negative thoughts, right? The thing is, if you, whatever, if you're frozen, right? You're frozen at the moment where you're like, I'm, I'm through, right? Just stay there. Don't get to the point where you, when you add an injury to yourself, right? Stay where you are and see where you can go from there, right? And the first thing you need to do is be authentic about it, about your experience and what you're feeling, it's so it feels so good to just say yeah that's how I'm feeling right now like I am sad and it doesn't it doesn't mean that you know when you're walking down the street and someone's like hey how you doing and you just walk up to them and say hey I'm just feeling so sad I'm sad and I just don't know what to do with my life because that stranger just probably was just like giving you the courtesy hello right but I think in my experiences, I did have a stranger and I didn't even say I was going through all these things. I just, we just went with this, this trail of language and words that had nothing to do with anyone's problem. It was just like we were relating with each other. Like, you know, just, we just had a whole conversation that had nothing to do with anything, but it was like, we both knew like, this is how our world is. You know what I mean? And it was like, you know, 
it was just like this roundabout conversation about nothing but everything at the same time and it was like at the end of the experience like I know you sis like like you know me and we have never met until this day. This I've never seen this lady in Whole Foods. I go to this particular Whole Foods, you know, often. I've never even seen her before. It's almost like magic, okay? But yeah, I I just wanted to share that because I really needed myself, and I want to inspire you if you are in a point where. You are climbing up the stairway. You're getting to the top. You feel like, okay, I'm good. Okay, everything is working out. And you reach that stair top and you got some more stairs to go. Take a breath. Take a breath. Get yourself ready to climb the next set of stairs. Because you never know if... You stop right there, and then you, woe is me, your way into forget it and fall down the rest of those stairs, that it was just one more flight to go. And that's one of those, uh, I guess, cliches or um, quotes that I kind of hear in different ways, but there's so much truth to it. I always feel that at the point where I'm like, Oh my God, this is not working. What was me, right? I pulled that little bit I have left. And I get up and I try one more time just for me to be like, oh my God, life is good. Life is better. It's a cycle, y'all. It is a cycle. Like, I feel like we start somewhere and we're like, okay, I need to end. I need it to end. I need it to be here and I'm done. Life is good, right? But it's like this It's like this process where you are, st- you're working on yourself constantly. A self-tivity, uh, you know, activity for yourself to evolve yourself. It will not really end. It's not, I've made it, right? It's like, I keep making it, right? This is This is an ongoing thing. I keep making it. I keep making it. I keep making it. I keep making it. Right. And that's what you just keep doing. You don't want to just, it's almost like if you say, I I made it, that's only one source of income. Right. I made it. I got one source of income. But if you keep making it, you are bringing multiple streams of income to you, multiple streams of happiness to you. Right. Because you keep making it. And I know in my life and the world that I've created for myself, is that I made it and made it more than one time. And it's because I keep making it more than one time that my I'm living my life. I'm active in my life. I feel like you, you are not active in your life if you are not continuously growing and continuously evolving. And here's the aspect, another aspect of that is that this is not to say that I align myself with, oh, that's life. Life is hard or, you know, people say these things, right? Oh, life is hard and that's just what you got to do and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay, I understand that. But my perspective is that that's not what I want. Okay. That's not what I want in my world. I want to be growing. I want to evolve. But do I have to choose a difficult challenge? 
I don't want to choose a difficult child. I really just want to live my life and to grow like a flower, okay? You know, even the flower, it, it's raining sometimes. It might be hard, but I just feel like it's a natural process. It's not, it's not hard. You know, it's not difficult. It is, it's a natural state to just grow and evolve and to be beauty. And that's all I want. You know, that's what I'm creating my world is to be a garden and just to keep growing and plant these seeds and to have the weather come through and to have the sun come out. But it doesn't have to be a challenge for me. And I won't make it harder for myself by adding more heaviness and hardness to myself. When the challenge comes, I stay put like a flower and see what happens, what comes out of this. Okay. And then. Once that situation has passed, I am still standing and I'm still growing and evolving, but I'm not destroying myself in order to do so. I'm not bringing more heaviness to myself in order to do so. So, uh, yes, that is my self-saving for today. If you resonate with it, I thank you. I thank you um, just for being present with me, you know. Because it's, it's nice to have someone even listen, you know, and it's also if no one was listening, it's therapeutic for myself to just speak. You know, I've learned that since I was younger that speaking has been something that makes me feel good. You know, I, I've had a point in my life where I realized in order to get rid of the, the physical feelings that come along with anxiety, that when I start to pretend I can rap and pretend I can sing, for some reason, anxiety flees in that, that day and it lets me be, you know? I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna pretend that I can just get on the stage and blow up the spot, right? Okay. All right, so that's enough of me. Um, I have a question for the next show that I'm gonna lead on, lead with. With so many responses, and you can respond several ways. You can respond if you're listening on the Anchor app. You can use the message. You can also respond at Instagram health.be.mind. You can also respond by sending an email. That email address is t o i n s p i r e at healthbemind.life. So that's to inspire at healthbemind.life. And then from there. You can send questions, you can send your responses so that I can share them on the next show. Because I love to, I love to hear how people think and their perspective on things. And I also like to shift a perspective that doesn't serve us. Okay, so so let me hurry up and say this because I want to give a shout out once and for all, or maybe like a lot of times for my children. I had to make a deal with them because I have not made a podcast in a week or two and I said hey y'all um this is what's going on I need y'all to work with me and give me this time I'm going to be downstairs I'm going to be speaking on my phone talking about stuff can you guys stay up here in your room and be the best that y'all can be you know give mommy a little break and you know what I had one of my children come down doing a podcast and she rocked it, you know, she was just coming to give me a smile. <laughs> she did not say anything, and I appreciate her. So, 
just a shout out to my mini crew for coming through for me and allowing me to get through this entire episode. So here's my question. Remember, it's a quest. It's a journey. We're getting to Lucius. And this one is for the philosophical self. You know, we're getting deep into our mind and our thoughts. And I want to hear what you guys think. So what type of person would you be if you erased all your traumatic experiences, right? And to follow up on that question, what experience would you take away, okay? What two experiences would you take away if you weren't taking away all the experience, but it was just two that you would take away? Which of those traumatic experiences would you take away? And if you want to say why, you can add that too. So I'm going to recap that question and then I'm going to close out for today. Here we go. This is the question, quest, we want a quest journey, yes, for our next episode. What type of person would you be if you erase all of your traumatic experience? Or you can go with what experiences would you take away if you could take away two of your traumatic experiences? Now, traumatic experience can be relative to your life you know whatever it is that you feel like had a lot going on with you you know or is causing a lot of shifts and things like that would you take away any would you take a and if you would you take away none you know i want to know all right y'all thank you so much for being here with me you are appreciated and until next time make sure that you are active about self.